Well, hello everybody. Let's get started with tonight's very first live stream monthly webinar here from Evolve EdTech, Innovative EdTech. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Tristan. Thank you for joining us tonight for Transform Your Teaching Toolkit, designing a Google Sites resource hub. So we're going to have a look at a fantastic tool from Google Workspace today and see how you could use it in your classroom for a whole range of reasons, not only with your students, but also your colleagues, and you might even be able to use this with your school community. So let's get started with tonight's workshop and having a look at this wonderful tool from Google. So tonight we're looking at Google Sites and how we can create a resource hub using that tool. All right, let's get started. Well, hello, if we have not met before, my name is Tristan. I am a fully qualified K-12 teacher here in Australia. So that means that I can teach from the beginning of primary school all the way up to the end of high school. So I'm a pretty versatile uh, teacher and I have taught every single year group between K-12 to at some stage in my teaching career. So I have a pretty good understanding of what it's like from both the early years, the middle years of primary school here in Australia, as well as in high school. I obtained my teaching degree from Charles Sturt University here in Aldbury, New South Wales, Australia. And I've been teaching since 2011. 2012 was probably the really pinnacle year of my career where I was able to delve in and dig my teeth into actual teaching. And it was the first time that I taught in a high school was in 2012. And that is where my love of educational technology grew. Okay. So in 2012, I was able to work at a school using the Moodle to really innovate and start to use EdTech in the classroom with my students. And that's where my love of EdTech and sharing my love of EdTech has come from. It started when I was very new as a beginning teacher, and it's something that I have continuously promoted and explored over my teaching journey so far. And I am also the founder and CEO of Evolve EdTech. Evolve EdTech started in 2020 as the EdTech teacher. And we actually started this pre-pandemic. Can you believe that? It was just before the world changed in 2020 that we actually started to look at how we could share our love of EdTech with other teachers around the world. So we started in 2020 as the EdTech teacher. In 2021, we evolved into Evolve EdTech, which is where we are now, and we are continuing to evolve. And 2024 is our big year of moving forward with a whole range of new things that we're going to explore because we love to and I love to help people and teachers with EdTech because our students are going into a world that is going to be so different to the world that we currently live in or the world that we went to school in. So I want to help you be able to help our young people thrive and succeed in their world. All right, let's keep going. Tonight, what will we be looking at? So hopefully over the next maybe just under an hour, that's my plan. I'm going to introduce you to Google Sites. Going to go through a couple of key features of Google Sites if you are new to this tool and I'm going to show you how you can access Google Sites. We're then going to have a demo, and I'm going to go through probably really quickly. I'm going to show you most of the main elements and components so that you can get started with using Google Sites. It's a simple tool. You won't break anything, so don't feel if I don't manage to show you something in enough depth today that it will be something that will prevent you from being able to try this amazing tool. I'm also going to show you some of my own Google site resource hubs that I have created for my senior students, as well as one of the very first Evolve EdTech websites that was actually a Google Sites site. So I'm going to show you that a little bit later. Then I'll go through and just tell you how you can stay connected with us here at Evolve EdTech and a couple of wonderful other resources that you can access here at Evolve EdTech. So Let's not wait. Let's get started. So imagine if you had a central place where you could create all of those teaching materials and resources that you have, those lesson plans, those assignments. Imagine if you had one place where you could put all of that. 
Imagine that you had somewhere where your students could easily access and engage with rich content, multimedia, and even interactive activities. And imagine if you had a central place where collaboration thrived, where you were able to work together, real-time co-editing and seamless integration with other Google tools. We don't have to imagine, everybody, because you can do all of this with Google Sites. Google Sites is your one-stop resource hub, and it will transform your teaching toolbox. And I'm going to show you how it will transform your teaching toolbox tonight in Innovative EdTech. So not only is Google Sites amazing, it has some fantastic features that really make it a very simple and versatile tool that you can use not only yourself, with your colleagues, but also with your students. So the first one is it is drag and drop. That's right. You don't need to code anything. You don't need to know anything. It has some really intuitive templates. It is customizable. It is so simple. Even if you have very limited ed tech skills, you will be able to do something with Google Sites. It is a content powerhouse. You can embed videos, documents, presentations, forms, basically almost anything can be put into a Google Sites site. That is absolutely amazing. Collaboration is so simple with Google Sites. That's right, you can actually have teams of people. You can have groups of students working on creating one Google site. So simple, so amazing. We also have that seamless integration. Obviously, it is a Google tool. It is part of Google Workspace. So we're able to use those other tools like Docs, Calendar, Drive. We're able to include all of these different resources from Google Workspace in our Google Sites site. And we can share and control. So you can securely share your site with students, parents, or the public. Okay, and I'm going to show you how you can do that. So you can decide who can access your site, okay, based on the particular need or the particular content or information that you have included in your particular Google Sites site. All right, so how do we go and find Google Sites? Well, there's two really simple ways here. The first is accessing Google Sites through your Google Workspace account. And that is what I am going to show you tonight. The second one is that we can actually head over to Google and we can type in sites.google.com and that will go straight to our Google Sites platform based on whatever Google account that you may be logged into. So just be aware if you are going to use this second method, if you have multiple Gmail accounts or you have multiple work accounts or school accounts, okay, it will log into whatever is your primary account. So for me, whenever I use this particular method, it goes to my personal Gmail account and I just switch to my appropriate account that I need, but it's just something to be aware of. And I'll explain that a little bit later on. All right. So that's a very quick explanation of Google Sites and what you can get from this powerful platform. What I really want to do tonight is head in and start showing you how easy it is to create a Google Sites site from scratch. That's what I really want to focus on. We're going to go in, we're going to have a practical demonstration, and we're going to start exploring some of those elements and see how easy it is to create a site here with Google Sites. So I don't think we wait any longer. I'm gonna head over to my Evolve EdTech Google Workspace account. And what you are going to do when you are using your Google Workspace account to access Google Sites is it's really simple. Just like creating a brand new doc, a brand new form, a brand new sheet, a brand new slides presentation, we're going to head up here to the new button in the top left-hand corner, just under the Drive logo. 
So we're going to click on this and you will see that we have those really common elements of Google Workspace coming up here. But you can't see sites listed. What we need to do is we need to head down here to more and you will see Google Sites appear. What you're going to do is you're going to click on this and we're going to head to Google Sites. So it's going to create a brand new basic website for us that we can start creating and we can start building. All right, before we get into exploring some of these elements over here on the right-hand side of our page, a little pop-up did just appear down the bottom here and it's just disappeared on me, but that's okay, that actually mentioned the template gallery. Now, when you're using Google Sites, you don't actually have to create everything from scratch. If you'd like to create it from scratch, that is perfectly acceptable. That's something that I like to do because I like to control the design that I am creating and how it's going to look. If you're not kind of at that particular level yet, if we head up here to the top left-hand corner, you will see the Google Sites logo. Here, and if you hover over it, it will say Sites Home. So if we click on that, it's going to take us to the Google Sites homepage. And here you'll actually see the template gallery. If you click just here on these arrows and we're going to click on general, you can see that there's already a number of pre-built templates that you can use to start creating your own Google Sites site. So if you're not quite sure what you want or how you want it to look, this might be a really great place to start. So there's a couple of different categories. We've got enterprise, portals, okay? Doesn't matter that you might think, oh, this one says Christmas party. Doesn't matter because you can go in and edit and manipulate so that it can be just right for you. So don't stress about these particular categories. They're just there to help people find something that might be right for them. But there is a really nice education section down the bottom here that you might decide to go and look at when you're getting started if you're new to Google Sites. So just be aware that they do have a fantastic template gallery, which you are able to access and use. All right, let's head back to our blank template and let's start creating a really fantastic, simple resource hub that we can share with our students, our colleagues, or even our school community. So I'm gonna focus over here in this panel on the right-hand side. I'm gonna go through each one of these three tabs at the top here, one at a time, just so that you know exactly what they are and what they do. You can move from one to the other once you start to develop a little bit of confidence with using Google Sites. So don't think that you can't move from or you have to start with insert. Maybe you are at a level where you are able to start with pages and adding pages to your site. And then you are able to add the content. Then you might decide to go and look at the theming, etc. But we're just going to start here from the left-hand side with insert and have a look at some of these features. We won't show you all of them because some of them are fairly similar and we don't want to take up all of your time this evening. So we'll go and show you some of these, how you can use them, how you can edit them, and how you can incorporate these into your own resource hub. All right, so over here we have our header part of our website. You can name your website, which I do recommend because it does make it easier to identify it later. So I'm going to call this my Evolve EdTech demo website, okay? You also see that that is what the website will be named when it comes to exploring and finding it in your drive later on. So that's a really great thing here. You can title your page. You can change this and add an image. You can change the header type. Okay, do you want a cover page, which makes it a little bit larger? Would you just like a large banner, a banner, or would you just prefer the title? Okay, so it is really customizable and you can actually do a number of different things already to make 
your page look exactly how you would like it to look. All right, so we're going to head over here. The first thing over here you can see is that we can add a text box. So what we're going to do is we're just going to click on text box and you will see that our text box appears down here and it's appearing underneath our header, all right? This big white space here is basically infinite, all right? And it is where you are going to add your elements that you are going to select for your particular website. We have all of the normal editing features here, okay? We have our text size, we have our range of fonts, and we can add additional Google fonts just here, which is fantastic if there is something that you like or you would like to use that is not one of the default fonts. We have our size, bold, italics, underline, color, et cetera, et cetera here, okay? Over here with our three dots, we have a few more of those editing features for our text box there, okay? But we have everything that we need. Now, you might see that when I click on this particular element, we have this blue box. Now, when this blue box appears, that tells you that you are working on that particular element, that particular part of your page. Now, you will see on the left-hand and the right-hand side of my text box here, that I have these little circles, these little dots. Well, these dots are important because this will decide whether or not you can actually extend your particular text box or whether you'd like to minimize it and shrink it a little bit. So at the moment, I can't extend it anymore, but I can make it a little bit smaller. And you'll see just as I'm doing this, that I had all of these grid lines appear, okay? These grid lines are there to help you measure and just to look at that particular space that you are using. So what else I can do with this is I can actually move this and I can move it anywhere within this particular area with these grid lines here. So if I pop it just here, it's going to be perfectly centered in the middle of the page, which is great. So that is our text box. Now you will see just over here, I'm gonna go all over the place. So just be aware, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Over here on the left-hand side, because there'll be all kinds of different things that pop up. We can change the color of our section. So the section that we are currently working on is this particular component because we have the blue lines around the outside. So we can change the color, we can duplicate the section. So if you have something that you might be repeating, rather than recreating it, we can duplicate it. We can also delete, which is fantastic. I'm gonna duplicate that again. And you will see again that we have the option and ability to drop and drag sections, okay? Really simple, really fantastic. It's really not meant to be something that's complicated. It's meant to be a tool that is accessible to everybody. All right, let's continue. Let's go and have a look at our images so we can obviously upload images. We can upload those. Let me see if I can find something here. Let's pop up tonight's... Uh, Actually, no, let's pop up another thumbnail from another one of our Innovative EdTech episodes. Again, you can see that we have our blue line. We have our dots, which are really handy. So say that this particular image is a little bit too small. We can actually make it bigger. Now, as I do this, just have a look to see what happens to the image. Oh, what is happening? I'm losing part of the image. Do not despair because we can fix that. The way that we can do that to ensure that the image is perfectly sized is we're going to do that by dragging from the corner, okay? So it's going to make sure, oops, that the image uh, is perfectly sized. I'm just going to go back here and we're going to go back to this point because that was just not working then. So now if I click on it, get that blue box up, I drag it from the corner, we're going to have a perfectly sized image now. Again, we can drag it to any part using those grid lines to help us there. So simple to add 
images. We could also add another image. Let's pop another one up here. We can also put multiple images into the same section. So you can do that. All right. We also have those basic features of cropping. I can also insert links. We can duplicate. I can also drag that up there. So you can see that you can start to create photo galleries. You can start to create resource hubs where people can go and find particular pieces of information or particular sections if you want to create something for your faculty or colleagues or school or a resource hub or a well-being hub. You can do this quite easily and quite simply. All right, we can embed, okay, as well. So if you have a, a, a URL, a resource that you would like to embed into this, or you have an embed code, you can do that. So I'm actually going to head over, and this is going to be absolutely hilarious because I'm probably going to see myself right now. Um, so if I head over here and let's go to this particular video here, I'm going to grab the embed code. I'm going to copy that. I'm going to head back to our demo website. This time I have the embed code. So I'm going to click on that. I'm going to control paste. And that's going to embed that particular video into my website. Okay. So now my students, my colleagues, my school community will be able to access and watch that video. Again, we have the same options here when it comes to sizing, doesn't really do a great deal now because we've embedded it, we can move it, all of the same things that we have discovered from our images and our text boxes. All right, the next one here is being able to add and upload anything from our drive. So let's find something here, let's go to here, let's find an infographic. So let's take one of these infographics here and it is a PDF document and I have just uploaded that to my Google site site from my Google Drive. So that is really simple. If you are using Google Drive as your platform for storage, you can upload anything from your drive to your website. So that is a fantastic feature. All right, so let's keep going with this and have a look at our content blocks. This is really great because this is where we start to make our page look really visually appealing, okay? Google Sites does not have the biggest range of options when it comes to content and design because it's meant to be simple and accessible, but it doesn't mean that it is going to be boring. So we have some different content blocks here that we could use. So these different content blocks include a range of images, titles, text, etc. So if we'd like to use one of these content blocks, all we do is press on the content block that we would like to use. We can see that we can add a video, we can add an image, we can add something from Drive here. We're not just restricted to a single particular form of media or document. Okay, we also have the ability to add our, our, our headings, add our text, we can collapse this if we would like to make it into like question and answer type section. Okay, we can duplicate, we can do all of these things here. If I move that there, okay, Oh, it popped it there. Anyway, so you can see there that we have a number of different blocks and options that we can embed and we can use to create a really fantastic resource hub. All right. They're all different. And again, you can customize these. I can see here that maybe we don't want this particular block. I can delete that. But you can do this. I might prefer to put a text box in here. I can actually put a text box into here, okay? So it is really simple. It's all basically drag and drop. See what works for you and come up with your design when it comes to creating a Google Sites document. All right, let's head down here. We won't go through Google speaking to me in the corner there. Not talking to you this time. 
Okay, we can create a collapsible group here, which is again, really great if you have those questions and answer type sections that you might have on your resource hub or your wellbeing hub, hub for parents. So you can pop that in there, okay? We just duplicate those. I'll show you what that will look like a little bit later. We can have a table of contents, all right? So add headings and they will appear in your table of contents. So when you add a heading, okay? So let's go down here. Let's call this, make sure that this is a heading. So you just need to make sure that you have selected heading in the style. So let's just say example heading. All right, and then this should hopefully, yep, there we go. It has appeared in our table of contents. So if you have a, let's say, for example, a, a syllabus or a resource document or something that you're going to share with your students or your colleagues, this is a really, really easy way for your students to be able to access those particular elements through a table of contents. We can pop in an image carousel. So if you have some images because you have a resource hub for your school or your faculty or your class, you can pop in some wonderful images of your students that you can show in your resource hub. We have the ability to add buttons, which is fantastic. So we might call this our resource. All right, we can pop in a link. All right, I'm just going to pop in the Evolve EdTech website here because I don't have anything else on hand. Okay, that's going to pop a button in there. If we click on that button, when we go to look at this website, it will take me to the Evolve EdTech website. All right, we can pop some dividers in if we'd like to just divide our page up so that there are different components and it's easy for our students or our colleagues or our school community to find information. Also as to that um, aesthetics, just to make it a little bit easier to view and access. We can add spaces, which are really great if you would like to divide particular elements to make it look a little bit cleaner, but also so that everything isn't necessarily bunched up really closely together. So if we'd like to, might take this spacer here. So what I could do is I could put, oh, I could put this particular spacer just above our text so that our text isn't directly below our image or our YouTube video or our calendar link, etc. Okay. So you have the spacer there. You can add social links, which is great if you are using social media or if you are using this with your school community to direct them to different social platforms that you may use. We can add placeholders, okay? So a placeholder here is just going to be something that we pop in. So let's select an image. Um, let's go, this is going to be, let's do one of our Google Classroom infographics here. So we can pop that placeholder in. Let's make it nice and big, okay, so that it takes up the space there. So you can pop that placeholder in there. All right, we also have the ability to add a cloud search, all right, so that if you are using this within your school or organization, people can go and find different aspects. This might be really handy if you're using Drive specifically, as one of your shared workspaces for your school, it will be really helpful in helping you being able to find information really quickly and really easily. All right, you can also embed YouTube, calendar, you can pop in different maps, docs, slides, sheets, forms, and charts. All of these wonderful tools from Google can also be quite easily embedded into your Google Sites site. So let's see if I can find something here that isn't going to look absolutely boring. Um, 
No, but I don't think we'll show you. Let's do that one. The AI prompts, which we used as part of one of our 12 AI tools of Christmas. So there is our Google Docs document. Again, we have the option to make this bigger if we'd like it to be easily accessed. Again, we can just drag here. A little bit different when it comes to Docs. You don't necessarily have to drag it from the corner. Dragging it from the bottom will also make it um, quite large as well. Something that I have learned um, over a number of years. So you can see there that it would be the same size just there as the actual Google Doc Doc would be itself. So you can see here that we have a number of different elements that we can embed, which is really fantastic because it means that we can use those elements of Google Workspace and we can incorporate those into our resource hub. All right, that was really quick going over all of those different elements, but there's so many things that you can use and you can embed into your resource hub. So don't think that you have to use all of these. And when I show you some of my examples, you'll see that there are elements from this particular list that I've never touched. So don't think that you have to go and use every single one of these when you are creating your resource hub. All right, so, that's just a very quick overview of all of those different elements. But let's talk about pages. So at the moment, we have just used one long page where we popped in all of those demonstration items from the insert section. But we don't want that. We would like to divide ours up into terms or into topics or units or all different kinds of categories. To do that, we're going to head over here to the middle tab in our right-hand sidebar, and we're going to click on Pages. This is where we're going to start to build out our website because a website is a collection of pages. At the moment, we only have our home page, which is the page here that we have already been working on. All right, so to add a new page, we hover down here to the plus sign, down the bottom on the right-hand side of the page. Now we have a few different options. We can have a new menu section. We can actually embed a full page. We can pop in a link or we can just create a new page. So let's just create a new page just for now. So let's call this page, well, let's call this term one. All right, so we're gonna go done here. So term one is a new page, okay? And you can see that it has now appeared up here in our menu bar next to home. So we have a new page called term one. Let's add a couple more here for the rest of the year, just so that you can see how easy it is to create pages. Oop, can't see my keyboard there. In Google Sites. So let's pop one in for the four terms that we use here in Australia. And you can see that each one of those is now appearing in our header menu. Okay, so we've got that there. If we'd like to go and edit one of those pages, all we need to do is click on the page, okay, in our menu bar, or click on the page that's relevant in the pages menu here. So you can see at the moment that we're in the term two page that we have just created. So you can do whatever you would like just there using any of those elements and features from insert. All right, let's say perhaps we would like a sub page. We have our main pages here, but we'd like a sub page. Well, we can do that as well. So that's what you do. So what you will do is we'll head over here to your three dots, Click on add sub page, and this is where you will add your sub pages. Okay, so you can add sub pages as many as you like, and you will see that when we head back up here to our menu, that we can see those sub pages starting to appear because we have that little arrow, that little icon to tell us that there is more that we can explore by clicking and hovering over that particular element. So you can add multiple pages to start to build out and start to create the bones of your resource hub, okay? In a moment, when we go and look at some of my examples, I'll show you how I have used 
pages to start to develop my resource hubs and websites, etc. All right, let's head over to our third tab over here in the right-hand sidebar, and that is our themes section. Now, at the moment, our particular site is not the prettiest, okay? It is not, no, 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 no. It's pretty boring. If I was a student, I would probably fall asleep just looking at the title of week one. We need to do something to make this a little bit more appealing to our students or our colleagues or our school community, whoever we are going to be presenting or sharing this with. So Google, a wonderful organization that are very, 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 very good at creating templates for us. Over here, you will see that there's a number of different pre-created styles or themes that you can use. At the moment, we're just using this theme called Simple. We can change our colors. We can change our font styles, okay? We have a little bit of editing power already just here, but we don't like that one. So let's go and have a look at something different, okay? So you have some really great pre-created themes that you can use to help you get started with your resource hub straight away. But let's just say that you don't like those. Well, guess what? You now have the option to create a custom theme, something that is just right for you, your school, your community. You can do pretty much anything just here. So let's name this theme, demo theme. We can add a logo. So let's upload a logo. We will just get a random, uh, let's get my, I don't know if this is gonna work because it's my uh, favicon. Okay, we can upload our logo. We can add a banner image. So let's just go and again, find a random picture. Let's go to my branding package here. Let's see what this does. We're going to click on next. Now we have some preset colors, which we can choose from, or we can create our own customized colors here. So I'm going to choose this one. We're going to click next. Okay. Now we can select our fonts for our titles and headings as well as our body body text. So let's go and let's just say, we'll just choose Arial, and then we can create our theme. So you can create a theme that you would like to use with your particular students or your school or your community or whatever you like, so that it looks just right for you. That doesn't look too bad, actually. Do you know what? Um, that doesn't look too bad, considering that's the Evolve EdTech branding there that I've just quickly whipped up. So you can do that. And again, you can go back and edit all of these different elements, okay, so that everything looks beautiful on your particular website, okay? So we've had a really quick look at all of the different elements that you can insert and use. I've showed you really quickly how you can add yourself some pages and how we can use and access the pre-made themes as well as creating our own customized theme to make our site look amazing, okay? I hope what you've seen so far is it's really simple. It's really easy to fix up something if you have made a mistake. It's really easy to add something if you've forgotten to put something in, all right? You can see here that one of the colors that we have selected in our theme, this dark blue, makes our site absolutely hideous, okay? It would probably be really difficult to read, okay, unless we maybe used a bit of a lighter blue, something like that. So you can see here that all you do is play around until you come up and identify something that is going to be just right for you, as well as either your students, your colleagues, or the audience that you are looking at sharing this with. Okay, so that is how we create the bones of our website, all right? A couple of other things that I just wanna show you before we go and have a look at some examples. So you can see how easy it is to create a site in Google Sites. 
Up the top here, I'm going to head up to our little menu bar here. All right, all of our changes are obviously saved in Drive, which is fantastic. Okay, they're all auto-saved all the time, so you don't need to stress too much about losing any of your work. If you do make a mistake, we do have the undo and redo buttons, just like pretty much every application that exists in the world now. You do have those options there to fix up something if you make a mistake or if you accidentally delete something that you weren't meant to. This button just here is a really handy one. It is your preview button. Now, this button here gives you a couple of different options to explore what your website will look like. At the moment, we're previewing this as if it was a live website from somebody that might be using a PC, a laptop, a Chromebook, something like that. So we can see here that this is what the website would look like to them right now if they were accessing it on a computer, on some kind of device. But let's say that our students are using their phone. Well, we can go and explore and see what it would look like to them if they were using their phone. So here we are. This is what your website would look like if a student, if a colleague, if a member of your school community was looking at it on their phone, this is what it would look like. The great thing about Google Sites is it adapts to the particular type of device that e the website is opened on and is being explored on. All right, so a fantastic element just there. And if we go here, we can have a look to see what it would look like if we were on a tablet, let's say a uh, a Pixel tablet, or we're looking at an iPad or something from Samsung, etc. Okay, we can go and explore it there. And again, you will see that our content will adapt to the device that we are using when we are exploring this particular website in Google Sites. Okay, when you have finished looking at that, you just come down here to the bottom right-hand corner, you click on the X, which is going to take us back to our editing page here. All right, we can. Um, copy the link to this website, and I'll show you why we can't do that just yet in a moment. We can also share this particular website with others, all right? It's going to tell us that we haven't published this yet, and I'll explain how to publish that in a moment. So there's a couple of things that you need to be mindful of if you're creating a Google Sites site, and that is domains and restrictions, all right? So at the moment, when it comes to publishing the site here, there's a couple of different things. We can restrict it to certain people, okay? At the moment, this particular example is set to my domain here at Evolve EdTech, which means only people within my domain, and at the moment that's only me, will be able to access the link to this particular resource hub if I was to share it with you, okay? So just be mindful of that. If you're sharing something from a school domain with other people outside of the domain, such as your school community. The public one here means that this particular resource hub or this particular website will be accessible by anybody, anywhere, okay? So just be aware of that. And we also have the option to remove the link just there, okay? So nobody will be able to view or access that particular website. If you are creating a website that is going to be accessed by people outside of your domain, please make sure it is set to public, all right? Another little tip here, okay? If you're going to embed resources, from Google Drive into your particular site, just make sure that you really let your students know that whatever you have selected as your particular sharing options. So if I head back to my drive and I will show you what I mean, just I'll head to this one here, which is our AI examples from the 12 AI tools of Christmas. So let's say I want to share this on my site with my students. All right. If I pop that into my site now, my students aren't going to be able to access it 
because they're not part of my Evolve EdTech domain. All right. The way to get around this is to really make sure that your students understand that they may have their own personal Gmail accounts and they may have their own school accounts. If you're using it within your school domain, your students need to ensure that they are signing in and accessing it with their school email address. I am sure that you probably have received those emails from people asking for access to a document or something that you have shared. The reason why you're getting those is because they are trying to use a Gmail account or an email account that is different from that of your particular domain. So the way to get around this is we head up here to the top right-hand corner with our share options. What you do here is when it comes to general access, if it is something that is a resource for your students that's not anything that is really sensitive or important, I would just go to anyone with the link. Unless it contains information that is really sensitive or highly confidential, who cares if somebody else finds it? If somebody else is able to find the resource hub that you have created, all right? So my advice to get around the issue of students potentially sending you those, can I have access to this particular document because I'm using the wrong Gmail account, just make sure that any of those links, okay, any of that access is set to anyone with the link, all right? It will make your life so much easier so you're not having to deal with all of those particular emails and messages from people asking for access, okay? So same just here. Just be aware of whether or not you are sharing this with a wider audience, just students, just faculty, whatever you are, make sure that you choose the appropriate access so that people can access your particular site, okay? So I'm gonna go public just here. We're gonna go done, all right? So now we have provided the access with others. We do have some options with settings here when it comes to our navigation menu. We can move that to the side, which will appear just for here on the left-hand side. All right, so we can change that. We can move our search option here and our search setting. All right, so we can decide whether it's going to be just the site, whether it's the entire organization, or whether we're going to hide that, all right? We can add brand images. We can look at viewer tools, analytics, and we can also pop announcement banners on there, which is really great. And your announcement banner, your example will appear here, okay? This will, you can decide whether this will appear on just the homepage or all of your particular pages. Okay, so let's just say all pages, all right, that's just there, that's just, yep, and if we close that, that will appear at the top of our page there, okay, so you can see that is there for you. All right, our three dots just here, our three dots when it comes to any Google workspace element is a fantastic component. This is where we can look at our version history, so we can see all of the different changes that we have made and when we have made those, just in case we need to go back to a previous version because you have made a mistake or you have accidentally done something, you can go back and you can recover those different elements. We can make a copy of this particular site. So say you'd like to create, um, or it's a new semester or a new class, but you don't want to reinvent the wheel, you can make a copy there. All right, the last element that we have up the top here is publish. This is going to publish it. We can pop in a web address there so we can actually customize this. So we have our web address there, okay? Who can man who can view my site? So anyone can manage, anyone can see that site because we have looked at that from our sharing options, okay? And you can decide whether or not you'd like it to be publicly searchable in search engines there. So it's really simple to create a site, okay? It's really exciting to see what you can do, show your students this amazing resource that other teachers, other educators might not be using. 
it's a really great way for students to create multimodal presentations or UDL projects, PBL opportunities. Google Sites is something that your students could use to create really fantastic learning evidence, portfolios, experiences, etc. Okay. All right. So that was a really quick overview and introduction to Google Sites. Okay. There's so much to it, but like I said, play around. And it's my mantra here at Evolve EdTech, go and explore. Okay. Don't think that you are going to break anything because you aren't. Go and explore, go and experiment, ask somebody to check it, go and show people, see what you can create. It might not be perfect the first time, but I can guarantee that after a few attempts, you will create something that will be absolutely amazing. All right, we're very quickly running out of time. So I'm going to head over and show you some examples of some resource hubs that I have created for my students in the past, as well as my very first Evolve EdTech website when we started to move towards our new branding in 2021. All right, so let's start off with my Evolve EdTech website. And I'm going to admit that this is but ugly, and it is absolutely, I, I am ashamed of this. But at the time, it was the only platform that I could readily access, and it, it suited me at the time. Now I'm with another com another company completely called Techmat Techmatics. I'm very happy with them, and we have a fantastic website that's always evolving and always getting better. But let's go and have a look at our website from 2021, early 2022. So you can see here that we have an announcement, okay? We have our header here and we have selected the header type of banner, I think, okay? We've got our pages, all right? We've got some images. It's very simple here. You can see here that when we click over on resources, we have some sub pages, okay? We have all of those different elements that we have mentioned already, okay? So you can see these pages here. There's a couple of different things here that I haven't showed you today, all right? We can hide pages. So if you create a page and you decide you don't want that page to be visible, you can actually hide those pages, okay? Which is fantastic. And we can also embed pages into um, Google Sites, which is fantastic as well. So this particular one here, this was a theme that I created myself with my old branding and colors, okay? Why I chose that awful yellow, I do not know, all right? But you can see here that it is my own branding, which I created, okay, using that customize option just there. So that is one of my very first websites that I created, um, late 2021, early 2022 at Evolve EdTech, okay? Anyway, let's go and have a look at one of mine, and I'm quite happy with these actual resource hubs that I've used with students. This is a resource hub that I created for one of my year 12 classes. So you can see here that this is my homepage. We've got our uh, menu bar up the top with all of the different pages and sections that I'd like my students to access. Okay, we've got some buttons here. So if I go and show you in a moment what this would look like live, if we clicked on these buttons, they would actually go to those particular pages or sections of this particular website, okay? You can see here that we have a big white box and I'm gonna say that that is because I have had something in Drive that I have deleted um, or removed. So that's why that's a big white box just there. This is an old, resource hub. This is not a current resource hub. So that's why that might not look quite right there. So if I go and have a look at this in preview mode, all right, as I mentioned, if I click on these buttons, it's going to take me to that page. All right, I can see all the information. I could see, I don't think there's going to be anything there. Uh, you can see all of those different elements. Um, yeah, so see, I've deleted that file there. All right, I'll go to this one here, the common module. Gonna head back, back down here to the different weeks because I know that there's going to be things in here. All right, so you can see here that I have split it up into each of the particular lessons that I had with this class. I've got my Google Slides presentations embedded for the students to access. 
all right? And there are some different elements and things that the students can access just there. So a resource hub is a fantastic element that you can add to your, uh, to your toolkit. And it makes it so much easier to share resources and information with your students, your colleagues, or your school community, okay? You can embed other content, YouTube videos, maps, calendars, sheets, okay? There's so much that you can add to a Google site to create your own. All right, and my last one here is just another example of a resource hub. This one's a little bit different. Um, the previous one is one that I branded myself with our school colors, but this time I have really been a little bit more simplistic and I have used, I'm gonna say one of the Google created themes here and I've just changed a few things by adding a different image to the header here, etc. So you can see that I've got all of these different elements, all of these different pages that the students are able to access so that they can get and they can use the resources from one location anytime that they need. So if you're not using Google Classroom or Microsoft Teams, or you don't have some of that kind of LMS, a Google site might be just what you are looking for. So go and have a look at Google Sites and see what you can do to create a wonderful website, all right? So simple, so easy, so effective. I can see so many uses for this. And I think this year it might be something that I look at exploring with some of my classes because we're moving to one-to-one -one devices at my particular school, which is exciting. So Google Sites might be a resource that you look at using with your students this year. All right, that was a really quick exploration of Google Sites. I hope that you picked up something new or you were able to see that it is a resource that can be used by everyone. It is meant to be accessible. So go and explore and see what you can do with this wonderful tool. All right, let's very quickly get to the end of this very first episode. Thank you so much for sticking with me. All right, so let's just finish off. As I've mentioned, there are so many things that you can do with Google Sites. You can increase student participation and engagement. You can promote independent learning and collaboration. You can simplify content organization and distribution, and you can save time and energy for what matters most, which is teaching, all right? So if you are ready, if you're looking to transform your teaching toolkit, go and have a look at the potential and unlock the power of Google Sites today. Well, that brings us to the end of that. Thank you so much for joining me and sticking with me. You have been amazing. If you'd like to stay with us and stay connected with us here at Evolve EdTech, we'd love for you to be part of our community. You can head over to our website, which is www.evolveedtech.com, full of tips, tricks, tools, resources, videos, infographics, all different kinds of things that will help you with your EdTech journey. You can also check us out on YouTube and we'd love it if you would subscribe to our YouTube channel and you would share it with all of your teacher friends so that we can build our community. We're also active on Facebook and Instagram. So join us over there to find out what's happening and what's coming up with us here at Evolve EdTech. One more thing coming up in February. All right, this is a brand new series that we have created called 24 Ways to Use ChatGPT in 24 Days. So from the 1st to the 24th of February, we are going to share with you one way that you could harness ChatGPT. These little videos, they're going to be very quick. You're only going to be able to catch them on our TikTok channel and our Facebook page. So that is coming up in February. So 24 ways to use ChatGPT in 24 days. Thank you so much for joining us. You have been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Anyway, next month, Pixton 101, bringing comics into education. So join us on Monday, the 12th of February, 
from 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Okay, that is Melbourne, Australia time. If you are from a different time zone, all right, you can join us here live on YouTube again. Pixton's one of my favorite tools. I love it. I can't wait to use it again this year. I'm going to go and show you this amazing tool and how you can use it to create some comics and graphic novels with your own students. So join us again in February for episode two of Innovative EdTech. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. I am so pleased we made it. Thank you so much. And I will catch you for episode two on the 12th of February. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining me for the very first episode of Innovative EdTech Live. My name is Tristan. Stay safe, everybody.